When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba Life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Welcome to Rose Ed Time Added On, and we've got a very special guest this week. We're going to do a Manchester United season review. Now, you know, it's one of the things we like to do most here on Rose Ed is slam Manchester United, but it's not just Hannah who's going to be carrying that burden this week. We'll see with comedian, presenter, actor Ben Keenan. Hello, mate. Hello, how are you doing? Good, thank you. You look um, nervous about talking about Manchester United. Um, I, I, I'm not nervous anymore because I've given up. I was going to wear my United shirt today, mm. uh, you know, in solidarity, but I've remembered that I sacrificed them to the gods of football. So Real Madrid went on Sunday. <laughs> it worked. Yeah. So and also, what, I don't think you'd have to walk down the street anymore wearing a United shirt. It's embarrassing, what, isn't it? It is embarrassing. What's your takeaway from this season? Now it's all over and the dust is settled. What, what would you could take away from that? Uh, what I can take away from that is that I haven't haven't really been passionate about United since Fergie left. And <laughs> Bridget, and that, Bridget, Bridget's just got impeccable comic timing, by the way, folks listening at home. <laughs> um, no, what I took away from it was that we need to literally rebuild everything once more again. And I don't know if it's Ten Hag is going to have, as if, if, he, if he's going to be suitable or not. The time will tell, but it's going to need to change. Well, Hannah, Ralph Ranick's gone now. He's not staying on as director of football. He's gone off to uh, ruin the Austrian national team. Uh, how how do you feel about kind of that appointment? Do you feel like you had the wool pulled over your eyes? Well, it, it was it was going to fail from the beginning, wasn't it? Because, you know, telling anybody, oh, we've got somebody that's going to be in charge, but only for a little while, just for this season. So to the players who they don't have anyone to impress, it doesn't yeah. matter if they play because they're still going to get paid every week and they're probably going to still get picked for the first team. Um, and that's been like a fundamental problem, uh, I think, this season particularly. Um, but w- why is it then since sort of Fergie left, what do you, when you say that United need to rebuild now, um, what is, what's been the decline, do you think? Is, has it been the management or do you decline. think it's been? <laughs> decline. Decline. <laughs> decline is the name of a DJ that I DJ to, Decline. Yeah, DJ Decline. David Guetta. Uh, David so Greta. So Hannah's got this, Hannah can't say words. Which right? is amazing for a presenter. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's a real drawback <laughs> professionally. That's why I never get booked. Well, so Hannah said, Hannah said, oh, but I was really good at English at school. It's like, no, 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 but that's, that's, 
I'm sure you were, but that's not being able to say words. They assume you can, can say words. I can write them really well, but this was really never well. established. <laughs> uh, this was never established until I started doing the podcast. And then these guys would say something and I'd be like, and I'd, I'd laugh at them and think they're saying it wrong, but actually I'm the person that can't speak. So decline, I've said the word decline since I was about eight. And what would you call um, a sausage dog? It's got an alternative name. Oh, yeah. No, I'm not saying. <laughs> yeah, go on. You say it. You say what you said. Dashing. A dashing. Right, it's a dash hound. <laughs> dash hound. I said dash hound. <laughs> Thank you oh, so no. much. Maybe it's a maybe it's a northern like right, an yeah. I'm Irish you're from Manchester. Yeah, my so, dad's oh, Irish. Oh, yeah. So no, my mum's Scottish, and get, I think there's been sorry. some sort of inappropriate crossover no. with my language. Or... We need to we need to get Ben off the podcast. It's not a da- he <laughs> we, said we a dashund. We can't have anyone with That's a very posh thing to say. This is my dashund. It's a dashund. Do you salt is your dad say film? Yeah, he does, yeah. Of course, F-I-L-L-U-M, film. <laughs> Sorry, you, you were asking a question, Hans, yes. before I interrupted you. About, about the, the decline. De- the decline. So I think in terms of, before we get all, I don't want to get all too techie and heavy on it, but I think, after, I think Ferguson in the last couple of years got very lazy with his transfer policy himself. He didn't really mm-hmm. bring in uh, new, younger players that were like there for the future like City did and, and Liverpool to an extent. So I think he was relying on the old guard. And there was one point Skulls was still playing. You know, Giggs yeah. was coming in at like 39, doing mm. Pilates on the pitch and then having sex with all the players' wives. <laughs> Giggs, hey, fuck's sake. Uh, and then I think from from then, you know, then when it went to, you know, when he, when he went around to Moise's house and was like, Moise, only you can be my man for United. Moise shat himself on his own doorstep because he was like, why have you given me this poison chalice? And I think every, I think no one's really been able to take the... Pr- to fill in the, the footsteps of Ferguson, essentially. Yeah. And then the Glaciers came on board. They were hated. They were vilified. And it was all about just doing the bare minimum to get money and to get Champions League. Yeah, and and selling re- the shirts. Selling the yeah. shirts, yeah. Reinforcements weren't weren't bought clever in a cleverly. Huh, you can just say what yeah. you want. <laughs> Tell me, Literally say, you want. say it Doesn't how you matter. want. Isn't, yeah. there, isn't there a bit of an element of that um, with the Ronaldo signing? Though? Is, it, it, yes. It's there to appease fans. It was a nostalgia like thing. And that's not, yeah. that's, that, that's not a long-term vision. No, it's it? not at all. But then again, Ronaldo was, what, third in the scoring department? We, we were talking earlier. He, 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 he was the second yeah. or third? Yeah. Yeah, he's, 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 he's our been, top scorer. 20, 20 goals. I don't think, yeah, we all agree that he's been a good signing, but it's about... As you say, like what Liverpool yeah. Man City are doing, it's about future planning, right? And it's about having the people in the decisions at the top um, that are doing well. So do you think that the current setup that they have now, like with with uh, with John Murto and stuff, and he's and Richard Arnold, do you think that's the right step? Isn't Richard Arnold, the showbiz correspondent from Good Morning Britain. <laughs> <laughs> he is, isn't he? Yes, like yeah. read the weather and <laughs> isn't, 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 who, who's the one that was called the Ted Lasso? Oh, uh, they kept nicknamed Ted Lasso. Oh, Jesse Marsh. Uh, Chris Armas. Chris Armas, yeah. yeah Chris they Armas. They brought him in. He's Ragnick just like... brought him in. Wrecking ra- ra- Ralph literally wrecked the, the kind of... Um, what do you call it? The solidarity. The, the very little solidarity that was in the dressing room. When he came in, he was just like... He was, he was meant to be the godfather of the Guggenheim press. Mm. And it just went from bad to worse. Well, kind of on Mike's point, there was a really good article in The Times. That's right. Um, what, you read the time? <laughs> no, no, wait, you read? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I didn't want to pay the subscriptions. My, so, my mate sent me a PDF of it. Oh, yeah, I was wondering why. <laughs> I shared it with you. Yeah. I hate paying for that. Um, but it basically said how Alex Ferguson was obviously kind of a genius, as we all knew, mm. and kind of was this sort of benevolent dictator kind of thing. But also when it came to transfers, he was the genius in the transfer market as well. He was only working with 12 scouts. You know, he'd now work with 50. And when David Moyes came in, he was like, how the hell am I meant to find new players with 12 scouts? It's not how a normal football club works. So in a way, Fergie set United up to fail when he left. (laughs) Ben's like, I'll kill you. 
my tiny mind is blown. Um, I think he did. I think he, I think Ferguson, because he wanted to go out with that last and legacy, was like, I'm not buying anybody and I'll go off Where's the golden guy who's never yeah. been replaceable since then, which is very Machiavellian of him. But that's pretty Scottish at the end of the day, isn't it? Well, and also I kind of think there's this, this element that Mike said earlier. So the team that he left behind was probably the worst team of the, man, of the Alex Ferguson era. Mm-hmm. So he kind of didn't do... Oh, sorry, this dog. Bridget, <laughs> shush. That's enough. Just protecting the studio. So he didn't do any of this forward planning. But when it comes to Manchester United now, Eric Ten Hag, probably the most exciting, most promising coach you've got in since Fergie left nine years ago. Yeah. Are you quietly excited? Hannah said that she thinks Manchester United have a great season next season. But Hannah <laughs> says a lot of stuff. So. Listen, we're going to ha- have some new signings over the summer. Yeah. I think Obviously. the hype's there. The fans are there. You know, the player's going to realise how we've been mm. this season and how disappointed everybody is. And I think we're going to really turn it round next season. I'm positive we're going to do that. I think the atmosphere at Old Trafford's going to improve. Yeah. It can only get better. It can't get worse. Things can only get surely. better, Dream. Mm. You know, <laughs> yeah. that, that song well, could not be more <laughs> present. It was the Labour 97 election song, wasn't it? Better. It was, yeah, yeah. it was the Labour election song. And how wrong was that? <laughs> Tony Blair <laughs> went and invaded country after that. So, but, I mean, that's pretty standard, isn't it? So. Yeah, I, I, I do agree with you, but I, I, I'm not... I, because of so many heartaches since since Fergie, I'm really reluctant to get any hopes up until yeah. until like maybe the first like I don't know like let's say like maybe September with like first four or five games, see how we get on, but also how we do in the transfer market, which is super super important. Yeah. Like like we were saying earlier, Liverpool now Tottenham now Arsenal have and even teams like West Ham have got several midfield players that are scoring on a regular basis. Mm. We have none of that. We've had none of that for for seasons. You know mm. like. Fred couldn't score to save his life. You know, we don't have any play, people like Darren Fletcher anymore. We've got no one who's, we just don't have anybody who's instrumental in keeping people, you know, like, you know, when, what do you call him? Uh, Fernandez came, everyone was gushing and he did so well first season. So many passes, the, the most amount of um, assists, loads of goals. And now he's just a peripheral figure again. But is that an issue in the dressing room? Because James Sancho is a smashing player in Germany. Yeah. Rafael Varane is a four times Champions League winner and a World Cup winner. So is there something about Manchester United is the place where talent goes to die? Oh. <laughs> Such oh. an intense, but I think, I, think, <laughs> I think Fernandez missed a couple of penalties Sorry, when he should have scored. And I think it just knocked question. his confidence. And, yeah. and I think, yeah, with- uh, well, I think he's been out of position, hasn't he? Like you yeah. said, and he, 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 you know, he, he was, and you'd, you'd, it, surprisingly, I think there was a statistic that him and Ronaldo haven't had any link-up goals at all or assists and goals with each other. I think two in the entire season. Mm. And they do all right when they play for the national team together. Mm. But it's just, it's just they like, they just like don't connect with each other. They don't talk to each other. Yeah. And there was no, there is nobody, it's that discord that's stopping people from having these fluid relationships where they just know each other are, you know, like Song and Kane or... Mm. Name other better players. <laughs> better teams. Can you just yeah. say two Arsenal players? Because otherwise, two, Matt, yeah. Mike's going to feel, oh, okay. gonna feel yeah. really left out uh, here. Gabriel and Tommy uh, Martinelli and, <laughs> and uh, Patrick Keown. <laughs> but um, how how Mark much of it, how much of Ten Hag's job is, is is to fix what's going on on the pitch in terms of like tactics and brand of football and identity and all that? Or because for me, like just watching United, it's so clear to see that there's this toxicity in mm. the dressing room that, that you know, feeds out onto the pitch. Mm. 
Yeah, oh no, he's got a he's got a, such an uphill battle, and especially when you're rebuilding because you've got to get new players in that have to gel with the old guard. Yeah, and there's egos, man. I think the egos were the things that destroyed this last season. So Ronaldo came in, and there was one player. I don't know who they haven't revealed who it was, but he kept bitching to his agent that Ronaldo was getting all the the publicity. Well, how did it was Marcus so Rashford? Ronaldo's have got 44 yeah. million Instagram followers, and you've got one. Yeah, yeah. Mm. like. Of course, he's going to be the poster boy. Yeah, he's the biggest, one of the biggest global f- football stars in the world, and he's scoring all the goals. And he's exactly, and he's <laughs> yeah. scoring all the goals, and he's got amazing hair. Yeah, <laughs> and amazing teeth. But I think that's what um, it, I think Fernando struggled with that mm. as well because he was kind of the golden boy. Yeah, he was, and uh, and Pogba. I think they're both. Yeah. that's knocked their confidence to the point where they probably didn't. They don't really want to be at United. But, but that's such. This is like you're on three hundred thousand. You're three hundred thousand mm. pound a week. We've mm. got rising energy bills and food banks and you can't be arsed to go and put a decent 90 minutes in because you're sulking mm, away yeah. you go yeah but Paul Pogba's, it, you know, off you pop well Pogba's leaving the club now thank god do you think that yeah do you think that's going to be a good thing I mean when he was playing well Hannah you'd agree with me he yeah. was brilliant right and he when he's but, having a good day when he's having a good day when he's not having a little hissy fit or he's not changing his hairstyle yeah mm. you know focus lad Oh, you know, we've got Graham Sooners over here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. I can't talk. It takes me like at least 10 minutes to do my hair in the morning. It looks fantastic. Thank yeah. you. <laughs> you can hear the follicles. But yeah, like when he's playing really well, you can, he's, he's brilliant. And I bet he'll go to Juventus and be an absolute dreamboat. Yeah. But uh, when he's lazy and not really being consistent, it's very frustrating to see that money. And then he's like on holidays after he's pretending to be hurt. He hurts himself in a basketball game. <laughs> Uh, you know, all, all all the stuff that he did was just a real kind of kicking the kicking the teeth to United fans that wanted him to come back and yeah. really galvanise the midfield area. And him and Jesse Lingard, when they used to post, well, they stopped doing it now, but they used to post their videos of them like rapping and dancing yeah. in the dressing room yeah. after we'd lost a match. After we lost a match. And it's like, that is not what a United fan wants to see. No. Like, they just, they don't give a yeah, it was the impression no, you get. Exactly. And there's, because there's no... <laughs> There's no manager there to throw a hairdryer at them. Yeah, you wouldn't do that mm. with Fergie. Do you no, not, you would do you not. not feel a bit bad for like Jesse Lingard though, because from an outside perspective, he you know hasn't been played whatsoever, and then the chance he did get to play at West Ham, he was unbelievable. He was yeah, he was. Like, yeah. He was out of this world. Yeah. So it like obviously it's hard to know what's going on behind the scenes. <laughs> there might have been a reason that he wasn't selected. But when he came back to United, Solskjaer didn't play him, mm. and then Rangnick didn't play him, and now it looks like he's going to go on a free. So yeah. do, do, is there not a part of you that thinks, oh, I wish you know, we would have given him a bit more of a chance to show what he can do, because he obviously can do it. Yeah, I, I love Jesse Lingard personally. Yeah. I really, really like him. And I've interviewed him a few times, and he's genuinely a nice, nice guy. Didn't, um, you, didn't you take the gum out of his mouth or yeah, something? Yeah, I had an interview <laughs> with him, and he had chewing gum in That's his mouth. Brilliant. And that, I did literally remove it out of One his minute, mouth. One minute, mate. Let me get that for you. <laughs> you went, <laughs> yeah. out. What do you mean? And I was like, it's like a gobstopper like, in there. It's like the pepperoni all over again. Oh, right? my God, yeah. <laughs> so, so Hannah accidentally gave some children whose th- their religion dictated that they weren't allowed to eat meat and Hannah gave them pepperoni pizza then realised and had to pull party. the pepperoni out of their mouth yeah. oh my god <laughs> I mean it's child abuse but for a good cause yeah because yeah. Yeah. they bit into it and they're like yeah. mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> they're not supposed to eat it so I just like literally scraped it out of their mouth with my hand <laughs> Like, and they didn't want jelly and ice cream after from me because they were so traumatised. Um, Is she going to feed us jelly and ice cream and then make us throw it yeah. up? Yeah. <laughs> oh, the sick it out. Yeah. I, the, Jesse, the Jesse one's really interesting because obviously we're only coming from what we see, what we read in the press. Mm. We don't know what the managers are talking to them about. We don't know what their decision making is. And yes, it seems pretty, pretty black and white. 
He scored 11, 11 goals in 15 appearances for, yeah. for West Ham. The setup's different. Also, the, the, the way West Ham were playing at that time was suitable to what he was doing. So it wasn't mm. just that Jesse, Ling, Jesse Lingard walked into West Ham and started banging the goals in. He already had Susek. Uh, I'm probably saying that wrong. Suek? Suchek. Suchek. Hannah, I think you found a kid in the spirit. Actor. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> the actor can't speak either. Um, so we had Suchek and he had all those other, you know, the Benrama. They were they were supplying him with yeah. passes. So he, like, we, he didn't have a lacklustre midfield that just couldn't be arsed. So I think if he had more time to integrate with his teammates yes at United then he'd probably be doing the same for us so is, is there not an argument to be made that if you if, if you weren't going to play him why don't you just sell him like last summer yeah and and it's, it's a real shame that they didn't let him play that last game as well yeah that was but I, 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 I don't think I don't think I don't think it warranted the torrent of abuse that came online from his family and stuff it's mm. just our divorce like the manager's got set you know 18 players to to select on the day and it's, you, he can't be getting caught up in nostalgia for, yeah. for you, like, oh, give you a send-off. I, think I haven't played you all year, but on you go now. <laughs> I think that with his family, though, that was probably a, a frustration yeah. of what the, the journey that he's taken over the last few seasons yeah. at United. I think that was probably more... Because he's, he's a United he's boy. United he is, yeah, yeah. yeah, through but the academy. Yeah, I, it, it seems to me like just shambles. Like, you, you could have got a fee for Jesse Lingard last summer because he was banging for West Ham yeah yeah he could have done he, he could have got I don't know he had a year of contract left so he wouldn't have gone for loads but then you're letting him go on a free Paul Pogba you're probably going to go back to Juventus on a free for the second time he, you already let him go when he was like 17 18 for free Mike have I'm enjoying this episode so, so much because me and you sitting here having a go at the, no I just, they, they're not the Manchester United managers you no, not I'd be doing no I'm just, I'm just saying like from from outside perspective mm, it seems mad like how this is yeah. allowed to go on and then it's like my, my point when we've been doing the podcast is like Ten Hag looks like a great coach but at Ajax everything was set up for academy talents to come mm. through um, and to be played and there was less pressure. Well, there's obviously going to be a whole raft of pressure coming in United. But if the structure is not there and the club isn't built around that philosophy, which it doesn't seem like it is, he's almost set up to fail, isn't he, in a way? Yeah, that's that's what's, that's why I'm not getting too excited yet because it's it's it seems like it's going to be such a long road back to him. Again, we say that and... Six, it's not 10th or 11th or 12th, yeah. you know, we, we keep banging on about this, but we've not finished outside the top six in God knows how long, but mm. the expectation is fourth at the very, very mm. bare minimum. Yeah, worst case scenario. Worst yeah. case scenario yeah. is, cha is Champions League. Mm. And I think that we still have to remind ourselves that, that there is talent there and it only takes one good manager to galvanize a team and get yeah. the team kicking off again. So you are right in that respect. The difference between the leagues is is completely, we know the difference between the leagues. The, the, so it remains to be seen, but... You know, hopefully he can he can be like a Klopp and a Gordolia figure where he's like their best mate, but also rips like you know just bollocks them. Yeah. I don't know. Apparently he's quite calm headed, and he's mm. so we'll see. Are we gonna say, Mike? Go on, do it. I just <laughs> see like <laughs> trying to stifle oh, a smile. Oh, am I am I rambling? He's it. smiling. I don't know what that means. No, 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 no. <laughs> because you said Klopp and Guardolia. But I, oh, I can't pronounce any football names, by the no, way. No, but which is... Guardualia? Because Hannah gets this every week, and it's so great to have another... It's so Hannah. It's the airport in, in America, isn't it? Guardolia. Pep Guardolia. He's a Guardolia. What are you, an airport or a manager? This is wonderful. But Ten Hag is like... He's the coach I wanted at Spurs, for example, when Pochettino left, like... He's done such a brilliant job. In Nuno, that, we trust. Uh, 
Yeah. <laughs> no, no. Yeah, change your mind every week, basically. No, 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 no. Um, <laughs> but like, I just can't see a way in which he's not going to be an excellent fit for Manchester United. Yeah. So I, I personally expect big things from him. All right. But, uh, <laughs> but the question. All right. But what's going to happen to Harry Maguire next Who? year? Exactly. <laughs> exactly. But Harry we can't, Maguire. We can't. Harry. Be... <laughs> yeah. Shadow well, Harry Maguire. <laughs> we can't. We can't be mean about him. About Harry Maguire, oh, no, because I, I, I feel I feel so, no, I feel I feel sorry for him. I don't think the the setup has worked for him. I don't think he's had a great season, but I feel really sorry for him because he's a very talented player. Um, he just hasn't got the support around him. Um, I don't I don't think, and I feel really bad because when you read but, articles yeah. about him, it's like I'm like oh he's a, he's this he's that, and it's like well he's not really. He's just as a as a whole the team's not great he's, he's the defense is not great he? yeah, yeah completely yeah. yeah because when when he when he was dropped you know it was still yeah so it's yeah. obviously not all his fault is it's it? not like he's made a difference to yeah. that it's yeah it's the whole team but a back four of um Varane Maguire Shaw and Wambasaka should be very good should be should that yeah. should be very good what happened to Bailly what happened to old Eric he's just very injury prone isn't he yeah yeah because yeah. we had high hopes for him because he was literally very tall and we, we lacked tall players. Yeah. That's what we yeah. got him. When Smalling left, it was, it was like, like Phil, who's going to be tall? Phil Jones, Luke Shaw and Harry and, and Maguire was like, they're all about 5'8". Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Your defenders are meant to be huge. But yeah. do you think Harry Maguire's got a future at Manchester United or he needs to call it a day? Yeah, yeah, we're going to need someone to sell the pies. <laughs> <laughs> Handout programs. I think he'll, he'll, he'll get to, sold, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I think this season. You think yeah. he'll go? Yeah. Where? Really? Tottenham probably. Is it? Have you have, have you picked up something on the on the grapevine, Hannah? Listen, I'm not gonna. The only thing I was certain about was. Oh, so Hannah's got a, a friend yeah. of a friend who knows Brendan Rodgers' daughter or something, yeah. and this is still waiting for Brendan Rodgers to come in. And is apparently, he, he was going to move to. He was going to be the next United manager. I only knew that because of uh, a family, a close family member to him had moved and he'd sold his house, and somebody had told me a close family member of his. Uh, as move schools uh, to be nearer to Manchester. So, yeah. Presumably was, a child. Yeah, his daughter. So, uh, <laughs> so, Uncle so, Graham, yeah. So, <laughs> so basically, the, the mums were like, oh my God, Brendan Rogers is going to be the next manager at Man United. And I was like, oh my God, I've got an exclusive. But you thought this information was such a bombshell that you made me bleep out that you're like, Joe, you can't tell you can't tell them where I've heard it. I was yeah. like, it's like, but not it's do not say that's come from the school mums. And these two are like, it's not even true. I was like, listen, it is. All right, it is. And it's just not true. Um, so. But Ben, finally, what, what do you think this time next year? Right, when we get you back on, because we'd love to have you back on. Love to come back on. Because you can't Bridget. speak properly like me. No, I'm joking. Um, it's like mispronounced words like me, which is just brilliant. So, What kind of a season do you think you'll be looking back on for Manchester United? Right. I hope we get Frankie de Jong. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Hold on. Frankie de Jong. <laughs> Uh, if we get if we get a really if we get a couple of good creative midfielders that can score like De Bruyne and uh, those other names that I can't pronounce, <laughs> uh, and we get a, we get another recognisable striker. I don't know if we're bringing back Martial. If we get Rashford playing to his best again, if he sticks around, and Sancho. I mean, on paper, like you said, we've got brilliant, thing. brilliant yeah. footballers. Mm. Get um, what do you call him? Um, Fernandez, like refreshed and rejuvenated, and a more pivotal role. Yeah, and put put. Ronaldo into a more peripheral role, which he'll not accept, but he, mm. you know, he might have to. He's 30, 38 next year, I think, or 39. Mm. Um, short the defense a little bit, get the tactics right, get the team spirit going. Whoo, cheeky third. <laughs> like, heard it here first, guys. Cheeky third. <laughs> wow. You don't say no, Fernandez. 
Um, <laughs> Hannah, have you heard that? Is that similar to what you've been told at the school gates? Is that? That's what the school yeah. have said. Yeah. yeah, what are the cool kids saying? <laughs> yeah. um, well, Ben, if people want to find out more about you, where can they do it? Um, you can find me on the interweb at, <laughs> at it's Ben K. That at it's Ben K on Instagram. I'm on some Facebook and loitering around pubs most evenings. <laughs> and you're in a play soon? I'm in a play called The Play to be Played at the Cervantes Theatre in London from the 29th of June to the 9th of July. Please do come see it or I won't be able to pay my rent. <laughs> <laughs> um, right, Ben Keenan, thank you very much. Thank you very much, guys. Cheers, thanks, thank guys. Thank Sports Social Podcast Network. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.